Three down. Three down. Three down. Three down. Three Hello, bro. Hello, NBA Finals. Yeah. It's your boy Pod now. With your boy Pod Drew. Oh, Pod Drew over here. Episode 70, we doing it, re-recording it Episode live. 70, for my Cavaliers to win the NBA Finals, is my plea. A little love. God, to the basketball God. To a little Shakespeare, a little Game of Thrones-ish. Uh, was, it, was it an iambic pentameter, my, yeah. my rhyme today? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, nice. you're, you're going with a classier version, of, as opposed to using our... Uh, uh, wrestling or hip hop references, I guess, right? Um, how you feeling, Drew? How you feeling, Drew? What's going on with your, well, your mindset? The the final starts tonight. My Cleveland Cavaliers You're prepared wearing a, your Kyrie, wearing my Kyrie, my classic mustard yellow uh, Kyrie shirt with catch, the, catch the wine calves number two. Yeah, and uh, well, I, I have a lot of feelings about the series, and, and it's starting tonight especially. But Right now, I think I found a little clip, a classic clip uh, that's on YouTube that uh, is really going to probably completely sum up my current feelings, if I may play it uh, for the listener. Uh, You will. Ready? All right, here we go. So you are so excited. You're so excited. You're so scared. Maybe not. Jesse, Jesse. Do you know where that's from, Podnam? Yes, uh, from the original uh, gangster sitcom slash uh, drama. <laughs> drama. Sitcom might be a little strong word for that shit. Uh, Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. With Zach, AC, Screech, Lisa, Kelly, and Jesse. That was Jesse, Jesse freaking yeah. out about caffeine pills. But it kind of sums up my feelings. Maybe I'm not scared. That's too strong. Oh, you need, I'm do you very, need some caffeine? Here we go. Here's I'm some very nervous. Pills. I need some caffeine. <laughs> I don't need any caffeine pills. I'm okay, already way cool. too hopped up. Yeah. Pod now. Really. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Very nervous, but very excited. So, yeah. So, you know, this is uh, going to be a, a more in-depth look of uh, our preview of the, of the finals. We're going to have a couple... Matchups mainly, we're just gonna go through the matchups. No segments, no no gimmicks. We will have a professional baller drop by this podcast. You may have heard him before. Uh, he was on the pod before. Yeah, when you committed podultery. This is the first uh, time you're encountering him. Yeah, uh, so will be. Yeah, so hopefully there won't be any fisticuffs because you're too nervous. With this whole uh, Cavalier situation. Well, that could be the distraction I need, to be honest, though. Start, no. start punching things? <laughs> yeah, to get... <laughs> punching a guy that's at six, six, seven bigger than you? Okay, fine. That's he's 6'7"? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't think he's that tall, is he? I saw him. You saw him? You I'm saw just, him sitting down. I don't... Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I thought he was short because he was sitting down yeah. when he stands up. It's going right. to be ridiculous. So let's get right into it. Uh, stop uh, wasting the time. We got the net, Nets. Wait. Nope. Correction. The, the Nets, Nets are on. nowhere near this final. <laughs> Wait. No, no. Hold on. No, no. I forgot. I forgot. The Nets are in the news. Uh, before we start anything, they, okay. uh, Sergey Karasov, former uh, Cavalier Chardonnay, uh is... Yeah. It's extraordinary how he played about 19 minutes total for the Cavs. Is uh, looking to play in the NBA on a FIBA Europe tournament. So he's uh, he's hanging out in Europe doing his thing. Uh, and that's all the next news we have right there. Uh, moving on to the finals. Which, Scintillating news. Though. Which will be tipping off at 9, I think, 
13908-ish. Uh, well, yeah, it's something just, like that. It starts 9, but yeah, it always goes a couple minutes until in, uh, in it starts. Live in Oakland. Uh, Chokeland, hopefully. Chokeland. Well, hopefully we'll be calling it Chokeland after they blow this series, you know. After they blow the series. What happens if they Meaning don't... they lose. What happens if they don't choke at all and they just get it's just a better team a better team that wins so would you still call Oakland Chokeland no I'll say it's just a good city named Oakland just give them a pat on the head and say alright Oakland good try alright alright well what are what is your preview for this game um, overall we'll go do you want to see a prediction right now prediction Uh, yeah prediction right now for game one oh for game one only Yeah. yeah well not prepared for this pod now. Just thinking on the whole series. Game one, I, I mean, the Cavs, by all accounts, are playing loose. They, they've got a great locker room situation right now. Mm-hmm. And they've got LeBron. When course. you say locker room situation, are you referring to that the fact that they uh, flick of the wrist in a hot tub together? Is that what you're getting into? That was a good locker room uh, scenario. Yeah, okay. But I'm talking about the whole situation, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, not specifically in the locker room, but I guess a good team chemistry, I should say, right now. Okay. Very loose, joking around. I've heard reports that that's the case. Uh, very confident. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard as well that the Dubs are very confident as well and loose. So, you know, who knows? And they're going to be playing at home. I'm sure the Oracle is going to be packed with screaming hordes. You mean the Roracle? Fans. Oh, I'm sorry, the Roracle. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, not everyone can come up with a great name as uh, Quick and Loans Arena. Uh, the Q, the Q. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Q is a great letter. That is a great letter. So yeah. I can, it's I can. Un- it's unique. It is unique. So um, game one, I'll, what, I'll, I'll let you. Yeah, why don't you? Yeah, why don't I'll, you? I'll let, I'll let you ponder because you're you're this well, is you're more infected by this than yeah. I was, and obviously, I'm a little more biased. Of course, right. it's hard to get out of the bias. I I was leaning. Um, I was setting it up to say I'm leaning toward. I don't know where I'm getting this confidence from, but I'm leaning toward Cavs getting a stealing game one in Oakland. What do you say, Nam? Am I cr- cr- crazy? And that's a buzzer. And also... Pod's over? All right. Pod's over. <laughs> We're done here. Sure. No, that's a buzzer saying that you're wrong, sir, because I'll tell you why you're wrong. Golden State will win this game tonight. It will be a tight game. Kyrie and Clay obviously are factors that we're going to talk about soon. But uh, they're both injured. But the main thing that's here, why I said Roracle, this team has only lost two games at the Roracle. One being in the playoffs, one being in the regular season. They have a, a phenomenal home record. Their team is ready. Their crowd is ready. Now, Cleveland themselves, uh, maybe it's two games in this year. Uh, as a calendar year, I, I was going to say. Hold yeah, on, I think it's two years. Exactly. That's what I meant to say. In the calendar year, since so January. Okay. Um, um, or in general, this fan base uh, is a lot like Cleveland as a whole city. Um, Oakland and Cleveland as a city themselves are fairly similar. I yeah. Think. So, but well, Oakland's still part of like the Bay Area, which is a little different if you count San Francisco and the whole thing. But. Right. So. They're the Golden State Warriors, yeah. the Bay Area, but they are in Oakland. Yeah. I'm going to call them the uh, GSWs, the Dubs, but they're in Oakland, in the heart of Oakland. Uh, what will happen is this team will respond uh, really emphatically as a, a quick punch to the guts of the Cavs off the bat. That's what's going to happen. Cavs will respond, but I think because Kyrie's not at full strength yet um, and the depth of the Warriors... 
is better than the Cavs overall, I think. Uh, I think they'll take this one by, by Well, that depth and all that issues are something I want to get into, but we're just talking game one here. We'll, right. We'll, well, let's... Okay, so you, I say Cavs win game one. You say Dogs. Mm-hmm. They're on fire. They're on fire. But, uh, but all right, so we'll, we'll, we'll start talking about the whole series. Okay. All the teams. Well, what's the first... I know you have some matchups here that you all want right, to go match into. Matchups. Match so X-Factors, into advantage, predictions, all that. Curry, Chef Curry with the pot. Versus the King, LeBron James. Okay, so the first matchup we're starting off here seems to be um, stars MVP versus stars, MVP. superstars. MVP versus MVP. Current reigning MVP mm-hmm. versus former, what, three, four-time MVP? Right. We're, and our conversation here is not when they're facing each other, but why they're important to the team. Everyone knows, but state your claim of why LeBron will be the uh, Alpha Omega and bringing the Cavs Cleveland their first championship in um, 40-something years. No, actually, 51 years. Okay. Uh, 64 Browns, last championship. Yeah, but uh, we don't need to get into that again. Uh, why LeBron... Well, look, LeBron... Uh, just real quick about Curry. He's... A lot of people would say he's the best player this year. Obviously, won the MVP. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are even saying he's... Well, a lot. most people think he's the best shooter in the league, and some people are even saying best of all time. That might be a little strong. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, Zion, you're not going to stop this guy. It would be foolish to think you're going to. But at the same time, it's a little foolish to think you're going to stop LeBron. So it's it's like kind of even in that sense, in like terms of hard to stop. Yet, that's where I'm going to bring in the experience, especially the finals experience. Curry's got none. LeBron has a plethora. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that's the biggest factor there. Also, I mean, both... both um, are players that make their teammates better as well. But uh, I I guess when LeBron, the, the whole LeBron just converging into the middle. Now, I want to see how, how Golden State tries defending him. In the last series, Atlanta didn't do a great job, obviously. They, they did a little LeBron watching when he started going into the middle mm-hmm. and meeting their shrugging off their man for the other four Cavs on the court. Uh, or they would start trying to double and even triple team and leaving people open. Now, if the Warriors repeat that mistake, same thing's going to happen where LeBron's able to easily dish it out to open threes, open looks from uh, his teammates. So who's going to be guarding the uh, play devil advocate? Uh, it's going to be Clay. It's going to be Harrison Barnes. Who's going to be primarily? Ma- I know. Who's I think it's going to be on LeBron primarily. Yeah, be on LeBron. I. Well, I believe Harrison Barnes will start at least start on LeBron. Iguodala is also off the bench, right? Yeah. Ig, Ig off the bench. We'll have to get on him. I think they're gonna um, mix and match around probably a little bit. Maybe Clay Thompson will see a little time on him. I mean, I think that's what they're gonna have to basically do. I mean, even in a smaller lineup, I mean a bigger lineup, maybe mm-hmm. even Draymond will see time on him. Um, but that's kind of what you have to do against LeBron. Like no one guy can check him all game. It's impossible. So I think they're. I think uh, their best chance of, of you know shutting him down a little bit is going to be to so mix different players on him consistently throughout the game, mm-hmm. and at the same different time, looks, yeah. just if you're on LeBron, you're on LeBron. Mm-hmm. Your other teammates shouldn't be coming in a double team a lot. They shouldn't be watching. They should be st- sticking their man, you know, sticking on J.R. Smith. Stick, well, I mean, he can shoot threes over you anyway, but sticking on Shumpert. Don't give Shumpert the open look. Don't give James Jones the open look, certainly. Um, Wait, don't give Shumpert the open look? Out of all those shooters, I would probably give Shumpert the open look, if I had to. Well, if you had to, but yeah, here's what okay. I'm saying. Shumpert, 
like what I just said about Smith. Like right. he can make threes even if people are draped all over him. We've right. seen him do it all playoffs. Right, right. Schumpert's not going to make shots like that when he's fit, being face guarded or when he's being guarded heavily. Uh, but he can make the open looks, so that's what you don't right. want to let happen. That's how you lose to the Cavs. Mm-hmm. You focus too much on LeBron and you let Schumpert, Delhi, James Jones, these type of guys make threes on you. Mm-hmm. That's a killer. Um, so that to the war, to the Dubs, even though I don't want to help them out here, that's what I would suggest. Certainly, well, I mean, yeah. when it comes to guarding the you have you have a hard, difficult job of being a fan of your team and being a professional on this podcast. I get it, exactly. I get it. Um, professional, <laughs> yeah, professional. So I'm going to make the obviously the argument on the other side of why, and you can you know rebuttal whenever you feel like it. Why Steph Curry's matchup is more of a problem for Cleveland than LeBron being a, a problem for. Uh, the Warriors. Okay, uh, one and first and foremost, commenting on on LeBron. These guys have they have one of the, the top. They have the top defense in the league. They have defenders that can switch in on a pick and roll with anyone. Whether it's Kyrie running it with uh, I don't know. Do they run a, a a pick and roll with Kyrie LeBron ever? Kyrie and LeBron. Yeah. Not really. No. Does LeBron ever run pick and rolls other than with Moskov here and there or Tristan or does he just drive? No, no. I mean, LeBron doesn't run too many pick and rolls, honestly, in general. Yeah, he just for his ISO, but, but Kyrie if he does. is, he's going to do it with Mozgov, most likely. Right. So um, Kyrie, and Kyrie will do some with Thompson. Uh, so that's the main ones. You're I think the problem. Say. The problem is you have more liabilities defensively as individual defenders than than Golden State does. Um, that may be the case. I do want to rebut one thing quickly. Um, basically, the first thing you said. Of, of Golden State having the best defense. Now, if you took the regular season numbers, yeah, they finished first in overall defense. However, if we're just strictly looking at playoff numbers in the first three series so far, they don't. They did not. Fin- I can't. I don't have it who finished with the top uh, defense so far, but it's not them. And I do believe they're about. Even. It's Brooklyn. Brooklyn is the top. Brooklyn, Brooklyn is the top. Yes. yes. No, but I do believe yeah. Golden State and yeah. Cleveland, just if we're looking at the 2015 playoffs, sure. are pretty even in terms of team defense, okay. not defensive numbers. Right. Right. So can they keep that up? Now people are going to argue uh, Golden State played harder teams, tougher teams. Maybe. Maybe not. So. Well, also, but, also the difference is I think you're comparing stats in playoffs versus and uh, regular season. Regular season, you don't get the chance to pick it pick matchups and play chess games, really. You just play right. transactional games. You go on to the next one, fatigue, road, all that stuff. While in the while in the playoffs, and by any means necessary, you do a hack of Jordan, you do whatever. A flagrant foul happens, someone's suspended. These are all things that take in more in the factor of the stats and how people win versus just defensive playing defense or offense playing offense, right? Uh, I would say because of the ability of Steph Curry dribbling, uh, and Kyrie's lack of defense, um, that will be a really problem. Uh, who it will guard? Who will guard Steph Curry? Who will guard Steph Curry? If you well, go ahead, answer the question first and foremost. It's kind of be similar to my answer. Who will guard LeBron? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to have to mix in a bunch of different people on him. Irving's going to start by all counts, so he's going to be at start of the games. He's going to be on Curry. I, I gotta think they're gonna have to switch Shumpert on him from, uh, you know, periodically. Shumpert probably is Shumpert the best starting. You think? Shumpert will start. He'll be, he'll start so on Smith, on Thompson. Shumpert, Kyrie, LeBron. Yeah, uh, no, Smith does not start. Uh, Smith is coming off the bench. Yeah. So Tristan's gonna be Tristan in there. and Mazgov both okay. start. Okay. Uh, so, you know, starting the game, yeah, it should be 
clay on, uh, uh, rather Shump on clay, and then Irving on Curry, but that'll switch probably probably after a couple minutes. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to see how they're playing, but that'll happen. And then at some times, I really think LeBron's going to have to come down and check Curry. Well, I think Especially Le- maybe end-of-game situation. Well, that's what LeBron will do, and we know he's capable of stopping point guards. Uh, like he's capable of stopping anyone. Anyone, yeah, sure. So, but the thing is, it's just this, the spread offense of of the the Warriors. I think, I mean, they, you guys have a pretty good three point game, but you're talking about some lethal shooters yeah. here. Well, if we're talking te- just team to team matchups for a second, I do. Uh, Warriors would be the number one team where they can just turn it on quick and just score points right quickly. Yeah, because no, no team's going to be better than this season. Fast. However, oh, no, the Cavs are up there. I mean, they're not too far off, I don't think. The Cavs all season have, all, not all season maybe, but as of right now, are the type of team that can really come back quickly, and we've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. So these are both teams that can go on quick runs. Um, now, the Cavs have been fortunate so far in the playoffs that they've run into a bunch of teams, and the Warriors to some extent too, especially in like the Grizzlies series, for example, running into teams that really fall asleep on offense for like long stretches of time, like Four right. or five minute stretches of time. Right. The Cavs against the Bulls, that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. The, the Hawks kind of ran into that a little too. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the, the Grizzlies kind of did that against the Warriors. So I don't think that's going to happen for either of these teams versus each other. So it'll be interesting to see then who can get the, the runs going more. But, who can make more. But you still steps. have, I mean, you have, I mean, those are good points, but you haven't addressed the fact, and we haven't even gotten into it. Because Curry is... The How guy. can I address something we haven't gone into it enough? No, we haven't addressed the fact that Kyrie Irving himself, I mentioned this right in the beginning, uh, why game one, we know he's he's not 100%, mm-hmm. um, but he's here. He's but he's per- better than he was a week ago. He, had, he has eight days of rest to do so. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving, uh, I'm Kyrie Irving, yeah, is playing Steph Curry, apparently, as matching up in the beginning, potentially. That's, he's going to start on him. Yes. Um, but is that is that a problem? One, you got a often, well, often injured and it, lack of defense. Obviously, it's a problem, but I think it's mostly a problem just in general. Kyrie trying to defend, uh, uh, you know, Curry. When the injuries not. are are not going to help, but I don't. It's either way. Even if he was one hundred percent healthy, he's not going to stop Curry defensively anyway. So mm-hmm. his best look, um, the way Kyrie can play decent defense is to get in the lane, makes get steals, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to, you know, be... Uh, when Curry tries to take it to the hole, Irving's not going to stop him. Now, on the flip side, a healthy uh, Irving going to the rack is not is no way going to be stopped by Curry. So, basically, I think Irving is really the huge X factor here. If he is, like, limping around a bit still, only looking 60% or so, that's going to be a problem if he can't be, t- you know... If he doesn't have that, that burst on offense, mm-hmm. that's really going to score us a lot of points. If he's up more toward 85-90%, I think he will be able to do a lot of that. So, well, you know, I, that, that's what we're going to have to see. Right, and you, you made and, it... And I always say this about Irving, but... And he wasn't able to do this, really, in the latter part of the Bulls series and the, and what he played in Atlanta series because he was so banged up. But typically, overall, Kyrie is a clutch player, and especially in a huge stage like this, I think he's going to show out... More likely to show out rather than... Uh, Shell in. Mm. That's a new term I just came up with. So, Go on your shell. So there's one thing that I'm gonna. Uh, I'm definitely. You mentioned experience about LeBron, right? Yes. Experience about Seth Curry. Yes, he hasn't been in the finals, but he's been 
having some good playoffs last two to three years, right? Fine. Kyrie Irving himself, how many playoffs was he in before this year? That would be zero. Right. Um, so, it doesn't mean it's going to be the biggest factor, but the fact of the matter is, Steph Curry doesn't have to guard Kyrie the whole game. He could guard Shumpert. He could guard uh, J.R. Smith. He can guard uh, Della Dova. He, can go- he doesn't have to guard. But the thing mm-hmm. is, you guys don't have someone on the opposite way that has to guard. Separate. You can't just relax on Clay Thompson. He can post up, you know, whoever's smaller than him. He, you can't relax on Harrison Barnes. You can't relax on maybe Iguodala during the bench time. But Well, who are you saying can be relaxed on on the Cavs from the Warriors standpoint? Uh, like who Steph Curry has to guard if he's not that good of a defender, which he's probably the most worst defender on the team. Um, he can relax on J.R. Smith or Schumper easily. Well, I mean, I suppose maybe a little bit. J.R. Smith doesn't attack the but then as much. He shoots. He shoots a lot. No, yeah, he'll attack if he gets like a real open look to drive. But yeah, but, maybe, that's maybe like maybe once a game if that. Team defense, but yeah, right? um, but yeah, I mean, well. I guess going back to Jr. He, even if he is defended a lot, if he's just hot, he's hot. He's not. He's not missing. He, there's really no defense for his three. Oh no! Um, but Wait. so maybe you're. Maybe that's true. Maybe that that is a way to to relax. Uh, Steph Curry on defense, right? Exactly. So relax. So if he makes it, he makes it anyway. So he'll make his ninety. So not going to go hard and maybe relax a little on Shumpert. Although, like I said before, he's going to hit an open look. Um, if they try to double yeah, run. So, so you're you're talking about X Factor J.R. Smith replacing points uh, versus Steph Curry having to struggle for whoever's defending him, right? So the the more opportunity just looking at it from an objective point of view, you can see that Steph Curry will be more likely to make more points, more shots obviously, but also not expend that much time and energy defensively as so I don't. This isn't completely tied in with experience. Is what you? That's how we led into this. Now we're now we're back on defense. So mm-hmm. it's not the same thing. Well, experience in terms of just making clutch shots. And, okay, but and yeah. when we're talking about playoff and more more notable finals experience, I don't think anyone on either team, other than okay, fine, like a James Jones or something. We're not anyone rele- really relevant that's getting a lot of minutes on either team. Mm-hmm. LeBron is the only one. Period. From all these players. That really has that experience, and I know it's not like it's it's an intangible, certainly. But I and you can't really. I don't have like a list of all the teams that have won the finals to back this up or something. I didn't do all that research, but you did not do that. God damn it, Drew! Sorry, I blew it. I'm not a professional, but uh, I do. Don't you do you agree with me at all on this? Like, there's just something intangible about be having been there before a couple times. Like teams, like most teams, usually don't just come up and. Win the, it, the finals on the first happens. time. I agree. And if they do, it's going to be something like the Cavs here who have LeBron, who really has been in the finals the past four or years. Or the Celtics in 2008 when they did it. Yeah, and that was a, kind of a weird scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like a team like the Warriors, it's kind of built it up for a couple of years. Usually they fall back and stumble a little bit. Now, maybe it's their year and things just worked out for them and they will be able to do it their first time, but I don't know. I think yeah. there's something to it. Well, I mean, we're going to get a lot more insight on that. So let's get into the more serious conversation. Better Australian. Uh, we got Andrew Bogut versus, uh, what is his name? Dell? Dell? Dell Computer? Dell Computer? Dele. Michael Dell. Okay. Dell. Dell. So why, make your case on why Delhi is a better uh, Australian <laughs> or, okay. or basketball player, uh, whichever one you prefer. Well, ultimately, Bogut versus Delhi. It's not, 
in terms of best. Well, it's not the most fair comparison we're talking about. First of all, we're talking about... We're, we're putting this in more of a... point guard versus center. A comedic then, sense. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, Delhi is a better Australian because... You know what? He's just a scrappy, scrappy guy. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's what Australia's about, right? They started... Uh, the whole country, right, was they enslaved a lot of people. Yeah, from the whole country was started from like being like a prison colony or something right. from England. Right. So like the outcasts of England. Right. I I don't know that the country too well, but I feel like they probably have some type of chip on their shoulder about mm-hmm. that whole thing, how they right. started. Huge. And when you have that chip on your shoulder, mm-hmm. you you gotta do what you need to do to get ahead, and like being scrappy, like, like Delhi, like taking out the top three point shooter in the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think Delhi really embodies what it means to be an Australian. And what does Bogut? How does Bogut do it? I mean, Bogut is a uh, a number one overall pick. Obviously, a stature we know. Has he made the All Star team? I don't think he has. Maybe once. Maybe uh, once. If we're lucky. If I can. And I'm not even about the Warriors. No. Yeah, maybe somewhere. in Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, um, so with that being said, Bogut. The reason why he's a better Australian, and it it just. You know how Australians say mate all the time, right? They just say that. That's like our friend Lezo. He 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 would say mate all the time, right? He said a lot of weird things. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't base your your image of Australian people on old Lezo. Lezo, yeah, okay, uh, Lesley. Uh, anyway, so he himself, Bogut, is a better Australian because not only is he a mate to all the teammates, everyone loves him just like they love Dell, but he's so good at making friends that one point. He shot a free throw. I don't know if you remember this. Um, and he was at the free throw line. After the first one, typically what happens? People, like, give you high fives and stuff like that. Yeah, your teammates usually go in for, yeah. for a high but five. Bogut yeah. had imaginary friends when he did his. Uh, and he <laughs> high-fived everyone by himself. <laughs> without. He went to the lane, just high-fived, imaginary high-fived people, and went back and shot a second free throw. So, I mean, that, that alone should just... Just yeah. be scary for Delhi so, the face. So Bogut is kind of a funny guy. I'll yeah. give him that. And there was something I saw the other day too that I got a little chuckle at. Uh, one, some reporter asked Bogut. Um, he was talking about Australia as well. And he's like, "Is you know, Australia has all kinds of weird animals and stuff that are dangerous." Yeah, they also have really um, cute, like amazingly yeah. cuddly animals okay, or whatever. Yeah, just in terms of a dangerous one, the reporter yeah. was like, um, or whoever it was, columnist was like. Uh, in Australia, what's up with the animals there? Are they just is are they all trying to kill you? <laughs> and uh, Bogut, like Bogut, just stared him down for a second, and then he was like, "No, that's just a stereotype. Like all Americans are fat." Oh, okay. So, so you took it literally. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you got him good on that one. Another reason why um, you know Bogut is, and I'm just googling him right now. He was born uh, 1984, which is a great year. I was born as well. So that makes him a better Australian by default. Um, and mainly, he has the ability to... I don't know if there's... Is he good at free throws? I forget. He's like, okay. Bogut? Yeah, he's not terrible. Uh, he's not passable, I believe. Right. Um, Maybe so, like a 70. So they, I don't think there'll be a hack of Bogue anytime soon. No, they? and I've heard also that Steve Kerr, I believe, said they're not going to employ the hack of Thompson either. Okay. Um, which hasn't really been working out for teams anyway, so why would you? But yeah, so hopefully there'll be no hack, hack back and forth in this series. And also a quote from Bogut recently from the Cleveland.com. Andrew Bogut, Bogut 
uh, tired of hearing about Kyrie Irving's knee injury, you're going to have your body hurting. It's going to happen. Yeah, I've heard some other people say that, or just maybe, you know, people online and whatever are saying, like, they're tired of hearing all about Kyrie. But, I mean, Kyrie, he's a star player. I mean, the media loves, gives him a lot of attention, so it's just what's going to happen. It's just going to be a conversation topic, right? Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. So, I guess we come to no conclusion on who's better in Australia, and we'll wait for Australia to decide that. And I want one more quick point about okay. Boga versus Delhi, how different they are, really despite being from the same country. Andrew Bogut, number one pick overall in the draft, right? Which, whatever year that was, uh, mm-hmm. 05, I think. Yep. Uh, versus Della Vidova, not undrafted free agent mm-hmm. out of uh, St. Mary's, a small school in California. So that, and they're both playing now in the NBA Finals. So that really highlights... Well, Bogut tried, also tried to recruit him to GSW, right? That, that's what... Did what, he? I don't know. Yeah, yeah so, I mean... Mainly, they're both good Australian players. Good for them. Uh, maybe they'll have a, a Fosters afterwards. I don't know. Uh, whatever Australians do. But moving forward, uh, international uh, legend, I guess. Well, not legend. Maybe it's short and air. David blah, 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 blah. Uh, is uh, a rookie head coach against another rookie head coach, mm-hmm. Steve Kerr. And we're going right. We're jumping right to another, like... Of those gaps or differences or parallels. Parallels? Just, I like that word. That's yes, a good word. Good word. Just like my uh, my one just now between Delhi and Bogut, number one, mm-hmm. undrafted, all that. We're talking about... that. Yes, they're both in this... Again, two players both in the same spot, coaching in the finals. And even more so, coaching the finals in their first season as, as a rookie and coach. Before you go but, into the parallels, I want to comment on one thing. There's a pre-existing history to these guys. I don't know if you've heard of this story or read about it, but Steve Kerr himself, when he was assembling the super squad of his coaches with Luke Walton, mm-hmm. Alvin Gentry, and two other associate fun coaches. Yeah, Luke Walton's a coach. Yeah, exactly. Uh, David Blatt was on top of his list before Alvin Gentry. Oh, yes, I know what you're saying. He wanted him to be his assistant, as a man assistant. And they had dinner together. Yeah. They had a romantic time. Apparently. So that's interesting. Yes, definitely. But what I, the, main, the parallel I was going to say is Steve Kerr is the NBA establishment kind of personified, right? Great personality. What? What? Not even about personality. I'm just talking about basketball and his background. Yep. Played in the league, obviously, for years. Seven championships. Won a bunch of rings. Six. Six championships. Five. Five, five, five championships. championships. One less than Jordan. Robert Ory had seven. Um, Five championships. um, Even made some clutch shots in some of those. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stayed around in the NBA to broadcast and then was a... GM. GM or what did he GM first then broadcast whichever he did broadcast now, GM now, now and broadcast and coach all NBA meanwhile as Blatt um, went straight from I think he played at Princeton ball didn't play um, NBA obviously mm-hmm. and then uh, went pretty much immediately overseas and coached overseas for 20 years in various Russia, Israel these various locations right. right so it's very that's like the main parallel I was trying to draw there so so the you, we mentioned experience which is going to be one of those things uh, that is going to show up. Steve, they're both inexperienced as head coaches, but in terms of being to the championships, playing in them, being under the guidance of uh, great coaches and uh, working with organizations and bringing them to some elite levels, uh, although Suns didn't go to the finals. They did go to the conference finals, uh, I think twice, I know, several times, but... 
what is Kurt's advantage against David Blatt? Or, I mean, if you can, I'll say that, but what is David Blatt's advantage against Steve Kerr, if there is any? And we'll I don't, I'm not, uh, I can't think of a specific one on either side, just in terms of who the coaches are. I mean, I just went through the parallels on their backgrounds. I mean, you can see uh, the teams they have could give some advantages or disadvantages either way, but just in their coaching style, I guess the Kerr's advantage would be about his NBA background. Maybe he knows a little more tricks and uh, the trade and stuff. Now, Blatt has a lot of NBA guys on his staff as well, Lou and everyone like that. So mm-hmm. maybe it's not as big of an advantage as you would think for Kerr. But yeah, like the whole has been there before is certainly a thing. But is it an advantage to just come in fresh like Blatt and not have that all that weighing down on, in on you? Like no one expected him to get this far. No. Especially. Uh, Obviously, they talked about firing him, right? Yeah. yeah, and even before LeBron came back, he mm-hmm. was already hired. So, you know, and he, so it, it's kind of the thing. Like, does he? Maybe it's like so new that it's almost kind of a parallel. I'm thinking is now this is going counter to my players that have been sure. there before. Sure, that intangible. But now I'm thinking of like the like the rookie in the league. They don't know any better, so they do something. They're so loose, you know. They're so. Um, they're, they don't have it all weighing down on in their head. I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense, but but um, I will say this about Blatt. I think so far in the, in the playoffs, he's outcoached every other coach he's come up against, and that's not like uh, there's no like duds of coaches in there. His first round, um, uh, Brad uh, Stevens, he's like the big pick. Everyone's like golden boy for young head coach, genius, all that. Sure. Blatt outcoached him in that series. Then we go to Tom Thibodeau, who obviously there's a lot of problems this year in the past couple of years. Obviously, was fired, but ne- nevertheless, he ha- has been bringing teams to the playoffs for many years in a row. At that point, out coached, and then and then he faced up Mike Budenholzer, who was the, the reigning coach of the year, and out coached him as well. So I think there's something to be said for that. So I mean, you're talking about a. Uh a ladder that he had to climb, um, and uh, and David Blatt, and getting to where he was in his first year. Obviously, you said Steve Kerr's a lifer, NBA. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, and I think this is going to be revealed more as the spotlight uh, shines on, on Steve Kerr. But he was born in Beirut and in Egypt uh, because his Beirut? dad. Beirut, yeah, in Egypt. Wait, is it Beirut or Egypt? One or the other. Lebanon. Sorry, he's born in Lebanon. There it is. Um, and the reason being is because his dad was a, a major in uh, Middle East studies uh, for the University of Arizona. So he was actually born outside the country, non-traditional American there. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. And well, so is Kyrie Irving, also born in Australia. Yeah. Not to get back to that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and there's one thing that that sets, I don't know, it's, it's one of those stories I'm sure we don't know everything about every player, but I just read this right now for a second there. His dad had this, um, had gotten assassinated while he was playing ball in University of Arizona. His dad was assassinated? Yeah. Because in the Middle East, uh, whatever his dad was publishing or teaching rhetoric. Steve while, Kerr. Steve Kerr's dad. Malcolm, wow. Malcolm Kerr. Yeah. So uh, the tragedy during that time affected him, but probably motivated him. He eventually, you know, got a first round pick into Phoenix Played, what, uh, 12 years in the NBA as a steady shooter, coach, analyst, everything. Everything's coming up to this one point where he is, his home is in California. He's from that area. That's where he was raised. He wants this more than anything else because 
he chose a path that was, I guess, pretty easy for him because he had the connections. But David Blatt, I think I'll say this, David Blatt probably deserves it more for his hard work to getting to where he is. Uh, I think not saying Steve Kerr didn't work hard. But he, this is his first year co- being a head coach anyway, so right, there is right. a difference there. Right, right. Um, I, agree, I agree with you on that. But, I mean, I just wanted to put, point that out perspective-wise. Either way, yeah, either way, it's it's hard to see the real clear advantage here to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people, analysts, will probably say Kerr, but whatever. Um, but... Either way, both of these guys have like long careers ahead of them in the NBA, I have a feeling. So, so we got, we're going to be seeing a lot of them again. So we got two more matchups to go through, and then we're going to um, hopefully get our uh, guest host in here who decided to go uh, take a well, pee break. Or guest. Is he a guest host? Like a host? Yeah, no, he's a guest. guest. He's just a guest. Sorry. Yeah. Let's get it right. All right. What are our, what's our next matchup? All right. Uh, we mentioned it in the beginning. Uh, two lands against each other. The Oak Land and the Cleve Land. The land versus the land. Now I did a little research Oak on Town, Oakland. C-Town. I'll take I'll take Oaktown. Um, You're basically taking the Golden State side of all these. Uh, which well, is I have to. Yeah, that's fair. That's I'm, I'm professional about it. All right. Okay. Uh, if I just said land, land, land I, I I said I always talk about Cleveland throughout the year in compliments. I I'm a fan of LeBron, but my prediction will be revealed at the end. So I don't know yet. I still don't know actually. Uh, I'll to be honest. So Cleveland, uh, why is Cleveland either better? As a city, or more deserving to have this championship, whatever point. Well, I'm not going to go into the better as a city because also I, I'm too biased anyway, and I don't know much about Oakland. So um, I do know that some crackheads there uh, sit and drink Starbucks. I learned that from Dave Chappelle's stand-up. Oakland, but uh, yes. But other than that, uh, deserving. Now, certainly Oakland's a pretty deserving town as well. They have a lot of pain and heartache. The Raiders. Even the Warriors, the first time in their finals in 40 years or whatever, uh, A's, all that. So they're they're on the list of deserving sports towns, no question. But there's hardly a more deserving sports town than Cleveland. Like I said before, I don't really want to get back into it. So I'm pretty much going to defer on this one. You can go into why you think they're more deserving. But okay. I think it speaks for itself. 51 years since the championship drought. It's so much misery that... ESPN and all these places like to bring up all the time, so I don't even want to get into it. I don't want those negative vibes right now okay. when we're going into this. So I will know. say, I will say. Um, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll shelve this for now, just because I I think uh, it may have to do with how I feel about my prediction last year's final. So I'll shelve it for now as well. Okay. Last, last matchup then. Last matchup: uh, Riley Curry versus Brian oh. Windhorst. I'm not taking Winhorse side, so I don't know what you want me to do. You're yeah. not taking. Wh- I don't agree with him. Well, say why. I what? heard. I heard a little interview. I think it was with Zach Lowe. Yeah, the other on the, on the you listen to that too. Yeah, and I, 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 I heard his thing. He's like Winhorse saying. Well, I guess to, to set it up, Winhorse was complaining that, um, and at least in the playoffs, that players should just be up there on the podium, not their family and their kids and stuff, because they're really trying to get scoop from them or it's like more serious than regular season or whatever um, and, he's trying to and what horse was like yeah I thought she was cute and all that fine everyone does but I still don't want it like that's just my opinion that so I see what he's saying fine but I don't agree like my whole thing is yeah I know if you're a reporter you're not going to think like this but who cares it's still fun sports should be fun What is, what is really like going to um Steph Curry really alright so you have Steph Curry up there post game interview like what scoop are you really going to get as a reporter what like great insight is he about to give you that he would give you if if he wasn't screwing around with his oh even daughter, if you were you know? observing the game yourself you know yeah so I mean right. I, I, I think it's just uh, 
it's just for fun mostly anyway, or just for spectacle anyway. All right, so, so you're, bring the, the you're saying Raleigh Curry wins this, so let's switch it up. Raleigh Curry versus LeBron James Jr. Which, Bron, Bron Jr.? I'll still take Raleigh Curry. Yeah? I don't Ra- care about Bron Jr. Raleigh Curry is, uh, is pretty awesome, and I think the way they've dealt with her, uh, her media attention and her, her ability to grab the, the spotlight, even the GM of the Bob Myers uh, picked up Raleigh Curry while she was just roaming around all around all these people in the, the press booth. And she was literally greeting them. She's like, hey, like just I'm here hanging out. And Steph Curry was able to answer his questions, maybe not as effectively and fast, but he was still able to give substance answers. There's players that will, will basically say, oh, it was Marshall Lynch, for example. What does he say when he gets interviewed at? I'm just at here base. so I won't get fined. Exactly. I mean, uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna belittle someone for bringing a cute distraction, but still do their job at the same time, uh, Brian Windhorst is uh, is probably a really good writer. But I'm not. After that, after him saying that, yeah. I read this article on Complex Sports saying how he's become the target now of like Twitter. Also, Brian Windhorst is pretty much hated. Cleveland. He's so. hated by a lot of everyone. Because so, he like went to follow LeBron to Miami too. So yeah, people hate him anyway. Um, I do I do sometimes listen to his interviews like the, the Zach Lowe one just because I like to hear about the Cavs and he's covering it obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't much care for the guy. Um, even though he's a Cleveland native himself, I do believe. Now, uh, do, you, do you think in the next uh, post game, Riley Cooper is going to be up there saying, uh, I'm just here so I don't get a timeout? Yeah. I think so. Or I'm just here so I can get some snacks. I'm just here so I get my juice. Yeah. By the way, let's just talk about the, for a hot second, talk about the Curry family or lineage, whatever. Do these people like age at all? Because like... The mom looks beautiful. Well, I was going to say that. Steph Curry looks, has like a kid face though. He looks like... Baby face assassin, yeah. Maybe 21, whatever. Uh, 20. His wife too looks young. I don't know. Well, his wife isn't a Curry technically, so that doesn't really matter, but... But his mom, yeah, like you said, it looks like she is like thirty six years old. Like I don't know how old she is. I'm assuming she's got to be at least fifty, right? So, right. Uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. So I, I don't think they do age. I think they. Um, his brother Seth Curry looks the same as him. Yeah. So Seth Curry uh, has not been um, not is you know his less talented brother. And the one factor that we've even mentioned is we forgot to mention um, Seth Curry was born in Akron. Uh, where you oh, that is interesting. I think uh, LeBron and, and Steph were literally born in the same hospital. In yeah. And then LeBron crazy, said when, actually, yeah. when Steph Curry won the MVP, he says, it's great to see another kid from Akron, uh, you know, doing th- big things in the NBA. So uh, that's true. What's going on in the water? What's in the water in Akron that's just like creating these I can only reference LeBron James, stars. Steph Curry, and Black Keys. That's all I got. You got any other? Akron, I, I think... Is that where, like, um, Marilyn uh, Manson is from, I think, too, or something? Well, great. Marilyn Might be Manson a different Ohio city. But, yeah, there's right. a lot of famous people. So, forget, forgetting about Akron, forgetting about Marilyn Manson, predictions. Uh, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I will go first. Go ahead. I'm going to say, my, maybe I'm just acting a fool right now, but even though I'm so excited, so excited, so scared... Yeah. I have weird little Jesse, confidence, Jesse. confidence going on right now, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, or no, I guess you'd be Zach in this scenario. Am I Zach or AC? Was it AC or Zach? AC yeah. is uh, Mario Lopez. It's Zach. It's other guy. It's on the holding, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say my Cavs in six. Cavs in six. I don't think seven because 
LeBron, be the, LeBron just doesn't do Game 7s. I think it has only been in one ever in the playoffs. And it seems like his he team didn't get it together. Boston on the way. That was the one I'm thinking about. That's the only one yep. I can remember. Yep. So, yeah. So, I think it'll be 6 either way. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying Cavs, so Cavs and 6. Mm-hmm. I assume you're going to dubs or you don't know yet. So, so Cavs and 6, does that mean it's Cleveland, inside Cleveland, they're going to be... Winning the championship. Here's what I... It's 2-2, 1-1-1. Yes, one, yes. one, one. Here's... I'm saying, I guess, Cavs get game one, Dubs game two, Cavs win both at home, they then lose in the Bay, and then they win at home again game six. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. So, as of conference finals... Game one tonight, obviously, huge for this. Right. And I just want to point this out. As of conference finals, in this year, I'm 2-0 and for predicting... Uh, the results and also the numbers. Go for the cuz right now, I know. So, I'm going to say this first. Uh, game, it's going to go in game seven. It, you think it will be seven? Yes. There's no way the NBA will not. Uh, I'm not. You just said there's interference, huh? League interference? No, I'm just saying uh, there's no way the NBA would not love to have a well, game yeah, seven. Of course. Uh, and. Because, especially after waiting eight days, uh, you know, like this has to be a, a bit ridiculous, a long sure. series. Um, it's going to be a hard series. There's going to be two uh, road wins, maybe three. Uh, yeah, maybe three, depending on who you're looking at. Um, and uh, I think it will be just two road wins, though. Unfortunately, uh, meaning Golden State Warriors will shock the world in defeating the Cleveland Cavaliers. But it won't take LeBron's shot. Like the world, really, though? Yeah, I think... Most as, analysts are picking the Warriors. Oh, I'm not an analyst. I'm, I'm okay. only a professional. Well, I'm just uh, talking about who's going to be shocked. Right. I think... I think. I still think Golden State is the underdog, even though professional, they're putting the stats, they're putting all the other yeah. numbers there. I think... At based least on I think it's more even than it should be. Right. That it's being... Stated. Now, will it be a... That's why I said Game 7. It's going to be a tough series... Who's deserving? Who's more deserving? That's something we talked about here and there. Ultimately, if Kyrie is not able to be himself, and um, if LeBron has trouble initiating offense uh, for the Cavs, like getting passes to to other players for open threes, that'll be really tough to overcome with the way they Agreed. score so quickly. Agreed. So. Um, but it'll be a long series. I could be wrong. So are you saying Warriors in seven officially? I'm saying Warriors in seven. Okay. GSW. Uh, wow. And it's... Well, I mean... But either way, seven game series will be crazy. But that doesn't mean I'm rooting... I haven't told you who I'm rooting for. I'm predicting... Please tell me now. Okay. We'll see if I... I've got my fist in the air. Let's see if I can pocket it, put All it right. back down. So I have some Carl notes on this. Go to completion. So, I am rooting for... You have notes on who you're rooting yes. for. You really needed to wrote yes. that down. I'm rooting for LeBron James. I'm rooting for Kyrie Irving. I'm rooting for Kevin Love. I'm rooting what? for <laughs> Stephen Curry. You're such a fucker here. I'm know. rooting for... Uh, Kevin Love's not playing, by the way. I don't I'm know if you got rooting that for him. I'm still rooting for him. Are you I'm, rooting for him to return to the Cavs? I'm rooting for Sean Marion. I'm rooting for... Uh, also, Leonardo, Leandro Barbosa. <laughs> I'm going to say Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, uh, and also Alvin Gentry. I'm rooting for him, and I'm rooting for Oakland and Cleveland together to become one land as a whole. I don't know who the fuck I'm picking yet because this is so exciting. I'm going to be. You don't know who you're picking for your. I don't have any. Actually, I do have money on the Warriors. I I forgot to disclose that. 
I do have money on the Warriors, but this is not a bet that I want. How money? It's, it's like a beer, basically. A beer bet? A beer bet, yeah. Get out of here with that. So I'm okay with I'll that. I'll buy you plenty of beers if the Cavs win. But we will be, uh, tonight will be the game, I think. Uh, we'll, we'll try to watch it tonight. If not, we'll watch it together Sunday. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll do oh, I, I mean, if you're going to watch it with me tonight, you know, you'll be joining a Cavs watch party that, I, uh, that uh, I'm attending at a bar in the great city of New York. That's here. a Cavs bar? It's not a Cavs bar, but Cavs fans have gotten together. Uh, I found out about it, and I will be attending. How did you find out about it? Who told you? I have various sources all okay. over, so I won't. Unfortunately, I won't disclose those, you know. But uh, I'm a little disappointed that you won't outright root for the Cavs from jump. But fine, you want to see which way the wind blows. Uh, you want to be on the winning team. No, I get no, it. I will. I will tweet who I will be rooting for uh, before tip off. I'll tell you that. Sixers fan, you know, yeah. and hopefully we can get a few good draft picks this year and the next 10 years because I think we're on a 10-year tank plan. 10-year so. tank. Which yeah. year of the 10-year tank plan are uh, us, Hinky and the Sixers currently on? Uh, I think we're on year number two or three of, the, of the tank plan. Two or three. But it, it's a long-term project. Long yeah, it's a long-term project. All right. So, so we're, uh, with all our teams, we're really like in going in all layers here, top all across the spectrum. 
bottom to top, really. We had, we really, nuts in the middle, kind of. I would say they're they're also the runner ups and and uh, the Eastern Conference of, of things. Uh, just mm-hmm. runner ups in general. Anyways, moving on to the NBA Finals, which is tonight. Tyson, you asked me as we were walking towards this uh, baller studio um, down the stairs. Actually, no, we had a probably a. A sliding stairs where we used a fire pole, which is pretty awesome. You know, I didn't know you had those skills, but moving on, what do you think is going to happen tonight? And also, second question, the rest of the series. Oh, that's a very, very good question. Thank you for asking me. You're um, welcome. Once again, I'm very happy to be here. It's, and uh, what, it's what, a do you do, what do you do in life again, Tyson? Oh, I am an expert. <laughs> You're just an expert. <laughs> an expert at life. Yeah. An expert at life. I'm an expert. Well, well, now I'm easily impressed because apparently he thought it was a great skill for you to be able to slide down a pole here. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, expert at slide pole. pole let's sliding. not let's not get into expert of pole sliding. Okay, slide pole. Okay. Yeah, better. Is that better? Okay, so, that's when you're on a slide at the playground and you start <laughs> pulling the children. <laughs> on which, you know, what's the best juice box? All right, yeah. so you're the expert because you had played some basketball. Yeah, so I played overseas. I played in college. I'm the author of the new book. Uh, what is that book? <laughs> I think you could go to the website hoopdreamsfulfilled.com. Is there is there also any articles or something that we can check out about you? Yeah, I like to check out. An article yeah, from there time are to plenty time. of articles about you guys. There are plenty of articles. Just go into the Google, type in my name, Tyson Hartnett, click on the news button, and it should be a few of them come up. Anyway, what I think of this series, it's it's going to be exciting. You know, I think one of the most exciting series in a long time. You got LeBron and Steph Curry, two superstars, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I see Steph Curry tonight. I, I see him lighting it up. You know, I see him going for forty, just shot after shot after shot. Mm-hmm. LeBron's won the championship, but he's done it with the Heat, which you know it was kind of slap in the face to Cleveland. So, oh. honestly, I'm kind of my face was slapped. You know, right. I'm I'm kind of rooting for for Cleveland too, in a way where I'd like to see. That you know, hard nosed, gritty city get a championship. You know, get that publicity. Are you referring to Oakland as not being that hard nosed and gritty as well? Uh, no, I'm not saying that. You know, I know there's a lot of Oakland fans on this uh, mm-hmm. li- listening to this, but you know, the city of Cleveland. You know, they've been through a lot. So, you know, honestly, either team at this point, I'm just, I'm just excited that Steph Curry is going to go head to head against yeah. LeBron. I think that's part of the thing, like, why people are getting so excited, or at least it seems to me like people are getting excited about this finals. It's because it's, like, Oakland, or Oakland versus yeah. Cleveland. Like, what is the last year where it's, there hasn't been a team in the finals that is, like, the establishment, if you want to call it that, or, you know, Lakers, Spurs, Spurs Kobe, yeah. Tim Duncan, right. someone. Right. I mean, the Heat. Uh, so you still have LeBron, but it's not with the Heat. Uh, no, I and now no Dwayne Wade, anything like that. In terms of superstar matchups, I'd say the last finals I was like this was Kevin Durant and Thunder versus LeBron versus James. LeBron, and so what, three but years that ago? actually was not a good series at all. It didn't no. pan out to be five games, right? I think. Right? Although I wouldn't mind yeah. if it goes the same way as a Cavs fan as that one did. Because actually, you I, don't mind that Kevin Durant ends up crying at the end. That's what you're hoping for. So, I just, so, you think of, so you think that the Cavs beat the Warriors, yeah. Kevin Durant is going to be shown crying. <laughs> yes, only <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm okay with that, yeah. Okay, all right. Just clarifying there. Um, so you mentioned Steph Curry, you mentioned uh, LeBron. Obviously, those are the main stays, I think. In terms of the injuries that we 
we're aware of. I, I don't know what's the deal with Kyrie again. He has leg problems or what? Well, he has all various ailments. Like they showed a, a little thing of him uh, in one of the games a couple weeks ago, where they pointed at all parts of his body. He's yeah. like nine injuries, but the main thing is tendonitis in the knee. Um, I believe that's what's ailing him. Have you had this thing called knee tendonitis or tendonitis in the e? Knee, as people all the tendonitis in the E. Um, no, I didn't have that growing up. I had a thing called Osgood Schlatter, though. I don't, maybe some of you young athletes experience it where you grow too quick for your knees Oof. and you got to wear these braces yeah. and everything. But I, I as, you, yeah, as you grow up, you kind of you know grow into your body so you don't experience that. But you know, like any injury at this point in the game, you know, like towards the end of the season, it's it's tough. You know, it's it, it's a terrible thing to know that. You're so close to the NBA Finals, and you're technically allowed to play, yeah. but your body's not letting you. It's probably it's like a nightmare. It's like it's like a joke. So, so which one's worse? Would you say, based on your experience with working, you know, obviously as a professional athlete, but also your, your teammates, a concussion? I don't know if you had any teammates do that that you had about a week ago, or knee tendonitis that belongs to you for a whole like long period. Either of them. I mean, a concussion. Is one thing, but knee tendonitis, that's a, that's a whole, like, no, another long-term problem. Okay. All right. So, in terms of bouncing back, uh, do you feel that Clay Thompson himself is going to be the reason why um, that, you know, the concussion won't be a factor versus the weakness of Kyrie Irving's whole body? Do you think, like, he could just bounce back from that quicker? Um, I don't know. A concussion's hard. A concussion's hard to, to, to come back from. Have you, have you ever known anyone that's been concussed? Or? Yeah, and you well, know... Specifically when you're playing, I guess. No, in general. Just like on, on the playground. Um, it's I mean, hard when you're out there pulling on those slides. You might fall off and concuss yourself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, in practices or games, you know, some guys, maybe they did get concussed, but there were no, like, PhD scientists saying, on, on the sideline saying, hey, you just got a concussion. You know, like, sometimes... Yeah. They just get hit real hard, yeah. and then the coach says, "All right, are you good?" And then shake your head off. Yeah, and then well, like, what, what are you going to say? No, and then you're out of the game, and maybe maybe you don't play the next game. It's like, no, screw that. Like you you want to play? Right. Period. Right. You're going to tell the coach. You're, you're going to tell the coach whatever to get you back in the game. Like you could be seeing stars, but so what's the thing that you've done in your past? Any basketball has given an example where you didn't care how bad it hurt or whatever you still wanted to play. Yeah, I mean, any type of injury, I mean, Larry Bird talked about it too, is that once you're in a game, like I, sometimes all the injuries, they go away. Unless it's a major thing, like unless you sprain or break right. an ankle or right, right. or an arm or a leg or whatever. Or your heart gets crushed by yeah. your ex-girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But th- that's a whole other podcast. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I mean, anything, any small injuries, like when you're playing, they all just go away. You know, you're focusing on the game. Allen Iverson, he played with like mm. 10, 10 broken bones. Yeah, I think uh, back in two thousand one. You know, but he didn't care for practice crazy. that much, though. Yeah. Practice. Wait, are we talking about practice or are we talking about the podcast? Uh, the podcast. I don't about, even know. Okay. Sorry, the podcast. My bad. My bad. Uh, well, I have a, a question here. So, uh, going along with these injuries, I, I understand what you're saying. You you like shake off some of these injuries, and you when it's the one game on the line. But in terms of a seven-game series, uh, let's say tonight Kyrie goes out, has a great game, he puts it all on the line, he's he's like able to overcome tendonitis, all these injuries, 
maybe they win, whatever. But at that point, you still have to win three more games. So how do you get in the mindset of knowing it's going to be a long series, not, I guess, what's the mindset of dealing with these injuries throughout the series and not, it's not just going to be one game where it's all or nothing. Like, it's going to be extended. You have to let it all right out. Yeah, yeah it's, it's tough. You know, you got to pace yourself. you got to listen to the doctors. They got NBA teams, they have the best doctors and trainers on the entire planet, basically. Mm-hmm. They've got, you know, they'll shoot you up with pills or whatever. You know, that's what they do a lot of times, just to make the pain go away and then... It's yeah, temporary. Really. Yeah, like, like yeah. I think I read a book like, like, like they use on horse tranquilizers or something sometimes for, for some specific body parts where mm-hmm. you can't feel it as long as they know it's not going to be irreparably damaged in right. the future. You know, they do that uh, for football players, basketball players... <laughs> Honestly, is that, it's is that a legal substance now or something? It's, like, I mean, it's most likely that? illegal, but at some point, yeah. it probably, you know, it's you know, they're probably not testing for drugs on the right. ga- game one of the NBA Finals right now. So, have we seen any well, results of these uh, athletes turning into horses after their injections? Oh, uh, maybe, maybe below the waist. So you're, you're referring to their <laughs> their toes. Yes. Okay, all right. Good. Their toes I and think their that legs. was a pre-existing condition. Their oh, toes right. and their legs, of course. Okay, all right, good, good. Um, yeah, and I, I think it's one of those things where I, I can't... No fan can look at the game and be like, oh, they should just get up and they should be fine. But the real fact of the matter is, these nagging injuries all year round, it piles up like LeBron himself. How many games has he averaged in the past four years, maybe? The most... Well, that, of just minutes in general. Like, he's... Up there, I mean, if you look at it, um, what he's in it, what he's played 80, is 14, or 82 games every year. He's in his uh, 12th year in the league or 13th year in the league right now. Yeah. And, but if you look at his minutes played, he's up there with some people who had nine, 18, 19 year careers. He's already like tied with them in terms of, in terms minutes. of total minutes. Wow. So, I mean, he's up there a lot. So, but, it's definitely a factor. All right. Well, who's, who's more? By the way, no, I like, I, I know we passed this point already, but. Going back to your horse tranquilizer thing, uh, I like your logic that you're bas- basically that's going by the logic. Like if if you took like baby aspirin, you would turn into a baby, right? Well, no, I'd be a baby beforehand. That's reverse. Yeah. And I think aspirin's adult the pain. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. So it wasn't worth going back for that comment. <laughs> no. It's like the curious case, curious case of a Benjamin Button. Yeah, you know? Benjamin Button. Yeah. So. So, a curious case of Greg is like Greg Oden always looked like Bill <laughs> Memphis. Maybe he's going back. Odenitis. Apparently, oh yeah, breaking news: Memphis is looking at him as a oh, okay, uh, okay, as a replacement for Marcus Alt. So that's cool. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> they're winning the championship next year. Usually, uh, can you g- give me one, one or two players, X factors wise, that will control other than the star players that we mentioned that should control the tempo and and the whole series? Really, I- I'm thinking one would mine would be Draymond Green. Um, he can be he can be the biggest uh, thorn on on Tristan Thompson's end, on LeBron's end, on anyone's end. And, really, uh, I'll throw one in for the, ca- the other side for the Cavs. We talked about him before with J.R. Smith, yeah, with his rapid scoring ability and coming off the bench. So and also uh, he's thirsty. He likes drinking a lot. Yeah, I was just about to say J.R. Smith too. Oh, it's, sorry, yeah, I stepped on. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why you did that. What the <laughs> fuck, man? I'll, <laughs> no, but it's it's really interesting to see his kind of evolution from playing with the Knicks, you know, one of the worst teams in the league, to now playing in a championship with the Cavs. And you know, him, him and Chumpert, it's like it's like they 
Enam jumper. It's like they they uh, they uh, kind of hit the lottery. They, they, and, they got on the last boat. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Titanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. They, they, they got off before Rose let Jack go into the water. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Carmelo's in the water. <laughs> well, the Rose didn't let him go. Rose committed murder. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So uh, you didn't. You mentioned both teams, but you didn't. Did you pick a team? I don't think you did. No, you have a nice team now. Um, I say. Who you got, boy? I say. I say they tie. They tie. I, I say I say silver. You know he's in game silver. seven. Yeah. He's like you know what? I'm gonna change the rules on you. I'm gonna do a switch. Well, make out. a make a realistic prediction. Make a prediction that you want uh, that you would like to see. Okay. Yeah. All right. I I want to go with with Curry, man. I think I think they can take it. Okay. I would love to see the uh, the Warriors take it. Oh. What I would like to see is silver changing the rules at game seven. Right. Make it a tie. Maybe bringing Greg, Greg Oden in or something. Well, before you said you want Cleveland to get the championship, so now you're saying you want the Warriors. Well, he likes I'm Curry. split. He I don't know. I don't know. Ask me those questions. See, I don't know what see, to do. This is a, the most difficult series, even though people it are is. picking yeah. the Warriors by a couple, only a couple of points really yeah. tonight. I think the spread is not even that. Yeah, long. I don't know. I don't even know what the spread is, um, is. But the main thing is the fans of the NBA, the casual fans or the hardcore fans, love. Watching both of these teams yeah. play each other. Basically, I would like to see the Warriors win, but I'm okay with the Cavs winning because for the city. I don't like LeBron's little swaggy little attitude and everything, but mm-hmm. for the city of Cleveland, you know, I would, I would like to see that. You know, that's okay. However, I would like to see Steph get a championship too. I think that's going to maybe be a common um, outsider perspective. Outsider meaning not someone who doesn't have like a dog in the race. Uh, is that a term, dog in the race? Yes, it is. I think okay. it's, I think it's uh, dog in the very animal or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so someone from someone who doesn't care either way, and necessarily it's not one of those. You're rooting for a good game. I do feel like a lot of people hate on LeBron. Oh, that's so that's as you did thing. as you have. And a lot of people like Steph Curry. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that was for more personal reasons, but yeah, personal. What did he do to you personally? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's personal to me because I'm a Cavs fan. Right. I'm talking about people that aren't. Um, Fans of the oh, Cavs. I thought he didn't tip you. Or fans of the Heat. Something. No one that's fans of the Heat or the Cavs or any team LeBron's played for. Right. Uh, St. Vincent, St. Mary's, whatever. There you go. Uh, outside, there's a lot of like hate for LeBron, so I get that perspective, and I kind of understand it to some degree. So, uh, but but so I think, but but uh, at the same time, there's most people are going to say, oh, they do want to see Cleveland get a championship. So it is a dichotomy that I think. So there's there is there is one thing I didn't point out, uh, and I haven't made my pick. This is actually going to be that moment. So I've I've decided I've played a lot of rounds. I talked talked about previously how I love all these players. I love you know I, I'm a fan of LeBron. I'm a fan of Steph Curry. I'm a fan of David Lee. I'm a fan of uh, Kevin Love. Players that won't be playing in the game. But the main thing is Ohio in, in general uh, is a uh, is a state I have yet to visit. And I don't know if I should visit there, but from my understanding, they've had recent success. Have they not, Drew? The state of Ohio. State of Ohio. Are you referring to the Buckeyes? Uh, yes, the Ohio State Buckeyes. That's true. They won. They won the ch- the college football championship this past year. Um, but uh, it's a little, there's a difference between Ohio and Cleveland. Certainly, even though Cleveland's in Ohio, I right, mean, right. Uh, whenever it thinks of Cleveland struggles, does anyone in Cleveland State, which does is Cleveland, Cleveland, does Cleveland, even though Cleveland fa- uh, fans root for it, Ohio, Ohio State, right? But Ohio State's also been—they've always been a good team. Um, they're the most successful franchise, uh, not franchise, but most successful 
college football teams of all time. And basketball, so. they've been pretty good. They went to the final. In more recent years, yeah, yeah. But, but always with football. So, I mean, it's no surprise to see you them. You mentioned Greg game. Oden, you know, uh, going back to this. Um, but for me, um, I'm a UConn fan through and through. I've never had a professional team. I don't know what that means. You did have the, the Whalers at one point. Oh, yeah. Well, a basketball professional team I have not had. So, I don't know what that means in terms of, of winning a championship and, or having a team leave uh, other than the Whalers, which was, was heartbreaking. You had the Cleveland Browns leave. The Oakland Raiders left Oakland, but they came back. So Same with the Browns. So, same thing. So, you guys, it, it, it dulls each other out. So, I'm picking uh, the, work, the fan base that has suffered longer as a basketball team, not the city of Cleveland. Which is the Golden State Warriors, um, okay. and I will be rooting for them to win a championship. Now, in terms of if Cleveland won, I'm going to go with the same point. I'll be happy with them winning as well. But I'm going to pick GSW all the way. Okay. Well, thank you for your prediction. We really appreciate it. Once again, if you want to check out my book, Hoop well, Dreams well, well, Why don't you, uh, since you're plugging it again, why don't you uh, give, give the listener a little synopsis of the actual story of the book? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, some little synopsis of the book. Yeah, you know, we're going down to Barnes and Noble. Is that yeah, still exists? We're gonna yeah, crack it open. Yeah, you're you're, you're taking a crack. What open am I it. looking at? You're gonna learn about what it takes to get to the next level of a sport, whatever. And if you really want to actually read the book, you're gonna get deep in the tense of human drive, human motivation, why you're doing what you really want to do, the failures, the struggles, the persistence. Mm-hmm. The dedication and, you know, kind of getting to that next thing that you want in life and the real view of what goes inside the mind, too. Okay. What, uh, to get a little more specific, like, just, I'm, I'm thinking people want to hear, if they they want to buy this and read it, they want to hear some more specifics. Like, what what is an example of uh, a struggle that you face that you talk about? Yeah, so... In, in high school, uh, actually, you know what? I'll give you two. I'll give you two brief examples. In high school, I was the star player on the team. I got kicked off my team. I got kicked off the varsity team. You freshman. are spoiling my my reading right Fre- now. You know Fre- that. You know, put the earmuffs on. Earmuffs. Earmuffs. I'm trying to get a good interview right now. <laughs> freshman year, I go into high school varsity practice. I'm excited to be playing on the team. I'm excited to try out. I see all the stars. I go in, start trying out. Coach tells me I can't try out because I'm a freshman. And I say, but the other freshmen, they're trying out. He says, well, you know, they're, they're better or whatever. So he kicks me out. I got to go home and I got to deal with that. I don't play varsity that whole year. Sophomore year, I trained my ass off and I got on the varsity team sophomore year. However, my senior year, I'm the best player on the team. I got a college scholarship to a D1 school, all-conference However, the coach, he keeps me off of all the newspaper rankings, like all conference and all South Jersey. Why? Because he had a little personal beef with me, you know, for some reason. And Just want, the same coach from the freshman year. Yep, yep, same coach from freshman year. So, you know, if you read it, you'll get in, in deep and tense about, like, why that happens and what I thought about it and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing, I was overseas playing in a, in a different country, Argentina, Nobody knew any English, you know, it was, it was all Spanish speaking and I kind of got like booted from that team too because they wanted a different American, they wanted a taller American on the team, so I was kind of left. Wow, you were picked out of two Americans on the team and they wanted a different American? No, I was the only American Did on the team. Did they have a quota for they need one American? Yeah, they can only have one American on the team oh, and they, oh, well. 
you know, I was the leading scorer too. I averaged about 20 points a game, but they wanted somebody else. So mm-hmm. that was that. And they just left me to the wind and kind of kicked me out of the town. And I had no idea what to do. And I kind of chronicle that in excruciating detail too. So oh. about about what happens in the end there. So uh, I do have, uh, and that's that's something that you guys should read. Uh, either you can get it on the Amazon Kindle, on, on a Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com. I guess I should have said that. Is it available at Barnes & Noble? Uh, it's not available in the stores, but it's on, available on watchnoble.com. Yep. Yeah. On your Nook. Yes. Yep, Nook, uh, Kindle. Yep. And today, recently, you're on philly.com. Uh, you've been published as a, uh, your article basically describing the whole um, experience as being a professional athlete and going through things. Now, there's one comment that stuck out to me, and I'm, I don't get it either, uh-huh. but, but apparently there's some one comment that's kind of... A comment from philly.com. From philly.com. So... Uh, the guy's name or girl's name, I don't know. Uh, it's a silhouette of a person. Yeah, so yeah, no, no, that's not from Philly.com. That's from some of the random, one of the random people that can comment on. Oh, those. okay. Uh, yeah. Actually, since Laurie, well, yeah, no, it's not from a Philly.com uh, person. But no, it's like a no, commenter. No. To I, since I, since Aria read this, uh, Drew, would you read that quick paragraph? Yeah, well, first I want to see the name. This is Truth Hurts sometimes. Yeah, which is also a good song. Uh, okay. Truth Hurts, addictive, right? With uh, Dr. Dre producing that. I like okay. that. So here's Truth Hurts Sometimes mm-hmm. comment. By the way, I wonder if they made that title of their username just for this comment, or are they going to give us some truth that hurts? We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Obviously, it's an anonymous comment. They don't want their name to be seen, and that's kind of what happens in this online world. But Okay, but, well, proceed. without further ado, here proceed. is THS's comment. Mm. Not sure I get this, dot, dot, dot. This guy went to college and didn't make it playing for D1 school, and then was sad, dot, dot, dot. So he went to a lower level and played, and that got him to playing in Europe. His skills got him to college. Sounds like he should be happy about that, not depressed. He's describing life, not just a sports life, three exclamation points. Wow, that's a lot of so Maybe I should reread that with more. No, no, not no. just a sports life. Oh, jeez. Sounds like a book about common sense that any person with it could have written. Wow. Boom. Yeah, um, I, you know, I was kind of expecting... Rebuttal, please. No, I was expecting comments like this. You're on the hot seat now! (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting comments like this anytime somebody does something good or great or gets in the public eye or whatever. There's going to be a certain percentage of the population that just hates whatever they do. Mm -hmm. Completely hates it, no matter what. You could save 50 puppies from a burning tree... And then 50 kittens from a burning building the next day. And then there's going to be somebody saying something bad about you. Right. And why? That's just how the internet and the world works. So, you know, I was, I'm expecting it. You know, I'm expecting right. a few comments like this. But fortunately, a few people have my back in the yeah. other comments. There's which, uh, well, someone which I really replied appreciate. to that. Uh, someone replied to Truth Hurt Sometimes. Now there's the, someone a lot of With the like name, uh, well, that, that comment, I mean, specifically. Right. With the username health is wealth, so they have your. Oh, good um, rebuttal already, just off the name tag. But yeah, I I would say this this uh, ignoramus uh, truth hurts uh, who use way too many dot dot dots and way too many explanations. They're being points. very liberal with their use of dot. What is that called, by the way? The dot 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 in like grammar. What does that refer to? That's a good question. <sighs> periods. It's called dot. The tri periods. The tri period. <laughs> yeah, tri periods. Uh, with that being said, truth hurts. Uh, you're dead. 
uh, we are coming for you via podcast and insults. Now, now maybe back this off a Sorry. little bit. We're, yeah, not, well, we're, we're not raising We're not actually going to do something. You're dead to us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that, that's the truth that, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts back on yourself. That hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Hurts yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, anyone, any, anyone talks bad about uh, anyone on this podcast, oh, it should be about me and me alone, all right? Anyways, I just want to make that about me, and that's probably the only thing he's written in his life, truth hurts, that one paragraph. Uh, I think that'll do it for this podcast. Guys, make sure you get uh, Tyson's book. What's the title again, Tyson? HoopDreamsFulfilled.com Well, I, I don't... Is the book titled.com, or is it... No, but that's where you can get the book. It's called Hoop Dreams Fulfilled. I'll be the wise ass. I know. I yes. know. Uh, HoopDreamsFulfilled.com, or you can get it on your Kindle uh, and iPad. Yeah, those things. Uh, so we got Warriors, Warriors. Uh, how many games you got Warriors in? Uh, I'd say six. Actually, no, screw it, seven. I, I, I want to see a good series here. So we got Tyson and... He- and Pod Nam right here at for seven. We got six. I said Cavs and six, yeah. Alright, we'll see how that goes. We'll be back with another podcast next week recapping game one and game notes. Oh no. Alright, good luck to your team, uh Pod Drew. But uh my money's riding on GS dubs. Straight cash, homie. Rebound. Rebound. Rebound.